more Pick 6 is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's Pick 6 on Laser 103.3. On this day in 1995, Smashing Pumpkins released Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. 28 songs in total containing several of the band's most beloved songs. Bullet with Butterfly Wings, Tonight Tonight, 1979, and Zero among them. Double albums are a gutsy endeavor. For one, the artist needs to make sure the songs are good enough and not just filling space. For two, they tend to be more expensive than a standard album would be in terms of retail price. So there's that to consider as well. Bottom line, it better be great or the artist will pay for it. Literally. Today I'm giving you my pick six double albums of all time. Starting with number six, Chicago Transit Authority's self-titled debut. Forget what you think you know about Chicago. For many, it's decades of sappy soft rock and Christmas covers. But when they first hit the scene in the late 1960s, they were about as hip and groundbreaking as their peers, which included Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Doors. Driven by a trio of great singers, a horn section that made them unique, and a guitar player the aforementioned Hendrix once claimed was better than him, Chicago were so prolific they were forced to make their debut a double album. Seems preposterous now, but looking back, this was a smash. In at number five, the aforementioned Pumpkins behemoth, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. The success of Siamese Dream demolished any creative boundaries there may have been, and Billy Corgan and company were given the latitude to essentially do whatever they wanted. So they did. And while there are moments that are much better than others over the entirety of the collection, this body of work is still, to this day, seen as the band's crowning achievement by many, myself included. At number four, Physical Graffiti by Led Zeppelin, an album that wasn't originally meant to be a double, but considering the strength of the songs the band had at the time, it made more sense to include all of it, plus a few leftovers from previous album sessions to round out the release. Pretty remarkable when you can group brand new material alongside tunes that are up to five years old and have it not sound weird. That's a testament to Zeppelin's legacy and the sound they forged over time in the late 60s and early 70s. Ranking number three on this list, Rolling Stone's Exile on Main Street. This could very well have turned out much differently than it did. Often I'll draw parallels between this album and what Metallica were attempting with St. Anger. The difference was the song. With the Stones, it didn't matter as much what they were trying to do in terms of production and all that other behind-the-scenes creative stuff. The songs were great, therefore no backlash. In fact, I put this album up there with their absolute best. Coming in at number two, The Wall by Pink Floyd. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Greatest concept album of all time from the creative genius of Roger Waters, who still sits atop that throne. Everything works here. The narrative, a linear storyline with characters you care about, catchy songs, slick production, and it has never sounded dated or boring. It's just great. A few honorable mentions that just missed the cut include The Clash's London Calling, Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life, The Who's Quadrophenia, Prince's 1999, and though they're technically considered two separate releases, GNR's Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 belong here, in my opinion. Down to the double album I believe is the greatest of all time, in at number one with a bullet, the Beatles' self-titled 1968 release, affectionately known as the White Album. A smorgasbord of sounds with virtually no cohesive rhyme or reason, a microcosm of where the Fab Four were at the time from a personal standpoint. As scattered as the material may seem, it was a perfect projection of the inner turmoil going on among the four members on the brink of implosion. The result was one of the most interesting lists of all time, and one of the most cherished from the band's back catalog. And coming from the Beatles, that's really saying something. That's my list, and I'm sticking to it. What's yours look like? Let me know. That was Andy 
Hall's Pick 6. Looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages? Stay tuned. Your Pick 6 is coming at the top of the hour on Laser 103.3.